What is going on, ball boys and ball girls? Hope you guys are doing super well today. Uh, this is take number two of trying to record the intro. I lost the entire thing. Um, so we're going to go back and we're going to recap uh, the news real quick for you guys so that we can jump into a little bit more. Um, the Braves extended Brian Snicker through the 2023 season with a club option for 2024. The White Sox um, have a bunch of news around them. They hired their former pitching coach, uh, Todd Stevenson, as a special assistant to the VP, Ken Williams. He was a team's hitting coach from 2014 to 2019. His new role will focus on scouting. Uh, Kevin, Her- Kevin Herrera, uh, two-time All-Star, 2015 World Series champ, announced his retirement. Um, you know, he's going to go down as lore in the Royals history as one of the guys who really helped revitalize baseball in Kansas City. A little bit more with the White Sox. Uh, Tim Anderson expletively said that they're the best team in the AL. I personally think they're number two after the Oakland Athletics, but, you know, that's just me. Let's see. Um, White Sox manager also said, Tony LaRusso said that Michael Kopech would open the season working out of the bullpen. No surprise there. Uh, the Blue Jays are planning on using Kevin Biggio at third base this season. With Vlad Jr. at first, Semyon at second, Bichette at short. We will also see, uh, you know, guys like Teoscar Hernandez taking reps at third and first as well. Um, it's going to be really interesting how Montoya kind of mixes everyone together this upcoming season. Let's see. A couple signings. The Royals signed re- extended third baseman Hunter Dozier with a four-year, $25 million guarantee. 10 million option for 2025, and if he reaches all bonuses and escalators, the deal could max out at 49 million. The Cubs re-signed Ryan Tapura to a one-year $800,000 deal, which could reach up to 1.75 million with incentives and escalators. The Mets signed catcher Caleb Joseph to a split contract. Um, let's see some rumors. The Astros appear to be officially out on Jackie Bradley Jr. They're going to be focusing on developing Shaw in center field. Uh, Odorizzi was most recently linked to the Phillies. He's looking for a three-year pack worth $15 million. Uh, a couple trades. The Pirates acquired outfielder J- Dustin Fowler for from the Oakland A's for cash considerations. The LA Angels acquired infielder Jack Mayfield from the Atlanta Braves for cash considerations. Uh, the Brewers have been linked most recently to Josh Hatter. In most recent trade rumors, biggest name, you know, big team. That would be their final piece of the puzzle if they're looking at getting there over the Blue Jays. Or not Blue Jays, Dodgers. Sorry, I was thinking blue. Um, The Yankees got a great update on Clark Smith. Grade 1 UCL strain. Um, He should be able to work back within the expected time frame of three to four weeks, if not a little bit sooner. So that is great news for the Yankees. Uh, Boston Red Sox pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez took them out on the 27th and pitched two innings in a simulated game with no setbacks. Catcher Jacob Nottingham is not recovering well from his late December thumb surgery. Um, he's still limited to small baseball activities, said manager Craig Council. Uh, Nationals outfielder Gerardo Parra is about 70-80% recovered from right knee surgery he had in the fall. Uh, another guy that had some knee surgeries on both knees, actually. Uh, Astro slugger Jordan Alvarez. Dusty Baker said that he's going to be limited to DH duties. 
Oakland A's catcher Sean Murphy is recovering well from a collapsed lung and additional surgery to prevent against further injury. Um, he feels confident he's going to be ready for opening day. Cody Bellinger, he's way ahead of his schedule in recovering from his shoulder surgery, um, separated shoulder, shoulder shoulder that happened during the playoffs. Uh, Minnesota Twins, number one overall pick from 2017, Royce Lewis, tore his ACL on the 24th, surgery on the 26th, missed the entire 2021 season. And then Reds right-handed pitcher Brandon Bailey underwent his second Tommy John surgery on the 26th. He's only 26 years old. Hopefully he can salvage his career. Um, some COVID updates. Kevin Plawecki of the Red Sox returned to the field on the 27th. Cobb's Ryan Cole returned to, on the 27th. Mets pitcher Carlos Carrasco received his vaccine due to him being in the high-risk category due to previous battles with leukemia. Uh, Red Sox new outfielder Frankie Cordero has yet to make his Appearance with the Red Sox this spring. He was placed in the COVID IL. He's still in the Dominican Republic, waiting to pass protocols. Um, White Sox MVP Jose Abreu um, tested positive, and then he was cleared on the 28th to return to team activities, return to the team. Um, he'll see game action late this week. And, yeah, that's about the biggest recap of the news. Nothing crazy happening this last week. Um so on today's episode, we are going to talk about the present and future of the AL Central, some fantasy relievers, some Dodger Blue Baseball, which is coming up next, as well as that's that's it, actually. Oh, and some Tampa Bay Rays review. So we're going to get into the World Series review of the two World Series teams next, um, and then get present and future, and then we're going to close out with some fantasy baseball. So enjoy. Oh my gosh, what is that smell? Hey, Jewel, what are you cooking? Oh, me? I'm just over here cooking with some Danos. Danos? What is Danos? Well, my friend, you don't know till you Dano. That's literally what I asked, but what is it? What is Danos? Is it like some Kentucky seasoning? Actually, yeah, it is. Um... Weird that you asked that. But Danos, no sugar, low sodium, all natural ingredients, all good stuff inside of this bottle right here. You can never use too much because it's made with real sea salt, fresh ingredients, no crap, no MSG, no glucose, it's gluten-free. And let me tell you, I put that Danos on everything. And I did not know until I Danoed and my life has never been the same. My cooking has not been the same. Nothing has been the same. And that amazing smell you're smelling is just Danos. Wow, dude, what can you put it on? Like I said, you can put it on anything. Chicken, steak, pork, ribs. You can put it in your soup. You can put it in your clam chowder. You can put it in your chicken noodle soup. You can put it on your tacos. You can put it in your taco meat. You can, you can, Dano put that stuff on everything. Wow. Dude, where can I get some of this? Here, let me tell you real quick. You can go to theballboyblog.com slash my dash deals page. All right, I'm following, I'm following. And then what? I'm here on the page right now. Click the link that says Dano's. Okay, okay. Click the link that says Dano's. It took, did it take you to the site? Yeah, yeah, it took me to the site. 
Oh my goodness, these are great. That's such a beautiful packaging. I'm ordering some right now. Awesome. Well, since you clicked the link, you let them know I sent you. If you don't click the link and you decide to go straight over to danos.com, just put in the code BALLBOY at checkout to let them know I sent you. You can thank me later. And yeah, that's all there is to it. And like I said, you don't know until you Dano. All right, let's get into some Dodger baseball. So with these yearly previews, did them last year for all 30 teams. I decided to take on a little bit of a different format this year um, with the, the formatting, things like that, just to make them a little bit more user-friendly um, for you guys because that's what I want. I want you guys to be able to easily access these and to read them and understand them. So to go through them, the Dodgers, where they finished last year was at 43-17, and first in the NL West. They went on to win the World Series. Each game in 2020 carried 2.7 times the weight. So their weighted record would have been 116.1 wins to 45.9 losses, which would have broken the MLB record uh, held by currently held by the Seattle Mariners in their 116-win season. Um, right now, Vegas has them projected at 101 wins. I'm projecting the Dodgers to be over on that and to win 105 games and make it back to the World Series. I mean, you can't we all know the Dodgers are going back to World Series. They have their whole team still. Um, a few of the guys they lost. They lost utility man Kike Hernandez to free agency, right-handed pitcher Pedro Baez, Jock Peterson, Alex Wood, all to free agency. They lost a couple prospects, Brett, Brett DeGuse, and right-handed pitcher Jordan Sheffield to the Rule 5 draft. They traded away right-handed pitchers Josh Sorbiz, Dylan Flores, left-handed pitcher Adam Caloric, and outfielder Cody Thomas. So those are some of the guys they lost um, this offseason. And then some other additions. So we're going to start with the free agents additions, then we're going to go into some of the trades. Um, so their biggest signing of the offseason, as we all very well know, is right-handed pitcher Trevor Bauer. The reigning NLSI Young Winner, um, Scored a three-year deal, $102 million guaranteed, opt-out after 2021 and 2022. We know the story. He's the highest-paid pitcher in baseball now, right above, right ahead of Garrett Cole. Um, you know, he's coming off a season where he had a 1.73 ERA, 2.94 CSI ERA, 20, 36% strikeout rate. Um, you know, as part of the signing, the Dodgers forfeited their second-highest pick and 500K in international signing pool, and the Reds will gain a compensatory pick at the end of the first round in this year's draft. Uh, let's see, the Dodgers were also able to re-sign Justin Turner on a two-year $34 million deal with a third-year third $14 million option. Right-handed pitcher Blake Trinan re-signed with the Dodgers as well, and they were also able to sign right-handed pitcher Tommy Canale to a two-year deal. However, he went he had a Tommy John surgery, so he'll most likely miss all of 2021, but he could be back in early August or September and help the Dodgers on the playoff stretch, which would be ideal. Um, they were able to acquire right-handed pitcher Corey Nebel from the Brewers for a player to be named later or cash. Um, didn't have a great season last year. However, he held a 15 to 8K to walk ratio and 13.1 innings pitched. And with the Brewers, 
from the 17, 2017 to 18 season, he had a 2.54 ERA and a 2.74 FIP with 55 saves and 131.1 innings pitched. Um, they were also able to acquire infielder Sheldon Nuis, um, right-handed pitcher Gus Varland, right-handed pitcher John Zambrano, and left-handed pitcher Alex Vesia in their trades with their with the guys they traded away, Caloric, Floro, uh, Sabors. Next are some key NRIs. So the difference between NRIs and some key NRIs is I'm not going to tell you every single NRI because we'd be sitting here forever. I don't want to do that to you guys. Check out the full full workup in the blog. That's going to be, if you're listening on podcast platform, thank you. Uh, just make sure you check the details of the show. Click the more. And then if you're on YouTube joining me, just go down below to the description. You'll be able to see the full, the full content um, and everything, links, all that fun stuff. Uh, so some key NRIs. Right-handed relief pitcher Brandon Morrow. He was once with the Dodgers in 2017. He revived his career. Um, and then he hasn't pitched in the MLB since July 15, 2018 due to injuries. 36-year-old vet is trying to come back to where he was most successful and do it all over again. Um, infielder Matt Davidson. He's 29 now. He's coming off a season where he hit. Um, 163, 264, 395 with three home runs and 47 plate appearances. However, he did pitch 3.1 innings pitch of two earned runs with two earned runs. So kind of interesting there. The Dodgers, you know, they just brought in a lot of depth pieces this offseason. First baseman outfielder Rangel Ravelio, um, you know, same, very similar slash line last season with the Cardinals, 2019 as well, 189, 250, 351, and 84 plate appearances. Infielder Elliott Soto. 31 years old, 272, 346, 389 slash, um, and 1,323 plate appearances at the AAA level. So good quality depth piece there. Um, left-handed pitcher, Eni Romero with the Rays, Nationals, Pirates, Royals. He had a, he owns a 5.12 ERA, 4.30 fit with a 23.4% strikeout rate, which is pretty good. However, a really high 11.1 walk rate, but with a 40.5 ground ball rate. Um, in 146 career innings pitched. So pretty interesting. Um, a few other guys with some MLB experience, uh, right-handed pitcher Jimmy Nelson, right-handed pitcher Brock Stewart, left-handed pitcher Jeff pa- uh, James Pazos, and catcher Tim Federowitz are also some guys that are also in big league camp this spring that we can keep an eye on. They're all on non-guaranteed deals. Uh, let's see. We all know that they were able to work a deal with uh, Austin Barnes to keep him in town. They avoided arbitration with Walker Buehler. Um, they tendered a contract to left-handed pitcher Scott Alexander, Cody Bellinger, Julio Urias, Corey Seager. Um, they have yet to work out a long-term extension with Corey Seager, so we'll see how that pans out. I'm sure they'll want to. He's like 26, so he's super young and just phenomenal if the Dodgers want to stay competitive in the NL West. Uh, let's see, a few guys that they claimed this offseason, right-handed pitcher Gerardo Carrillo, right-handed pitcher Andre Jackson, right-handed pitcher Edwin Ucinta, Usita, and outfielder Zach Rex. Um, they don't really have anyone returning from injury, that's notable. However, they do have starting pitcher David Price coming back after opting out the 2021 season. So this is a really interesting set sentiment. Um, Price is most likely going to be the fourth option, but if you have a guy like David Price as your fourth option, it means your top three are really, really good, and they are really, really good. Um, so this could allow for the Dodgers to put Dustin May 
in the bullpen, Julio Urias at the at the back end of the rotation, or vice versa, or still mix it up. Um, it just gives them more of that roster flexibility and more of those options, which are going to be so key this season. Let's see um, some guys that I got my eye on for the Rays in camp. Some prospects I'm watching: catcher Kiebert Ruiz. Um, you know they have a pretty good combo. Um, with Austin Barnes and Will Smith. However, Ruiz could get his shot in 2021. Very interesting guy to keep your eye on. Um, also, let's keep an eye on left field. There's no Jock Peterson and there's no Kike Hernandez. Uh, DJ Peters is most likely going to get his fair shot with AJ Pollock and Chris Taylor to win that left field job. Also, Dustin May, I just mentioned him. He was ultimately pretty disappointing in 2020. A lot of high upside with him. So we're still kind of waiting to see how that develops with him, but um, I'm excited. I'm keeping my eye on Dustin May. Duke can reach triple digits. Um, lastly, last kind of prospect young guy I'm looking at is going to be uh, second baseman Gavin Lux. I'm really interested to see how he keeps developing developing at second base. Um, he has a great glove. The bat hasn't come around yet, but there's still time. There's still plenty of time. Let's see. Outfielder, some fantasy impact players. Um, if you guys play fantasy baseball, you guys probably kept up on the fantasy dugout. Um, but you know, outfielder Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Gavin Lux, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, Clayton Kershaw, Trevor Bauer, Walker Buehler, David Price, Julio Reyes, Kenley Jansen, or pretty much anyone you want to take a shot on with the Dodgers, you can bet there's going to be a pretty good option for you on your fantasy team. Um, but those are the guys that I would put in. Those guys are all at least top 20 at their position. Let's see, and then next season is going to be really, really interesting for the for the Dodgers. Um, so some free agents they have come 2022. And these are guys that I also speculate that could be trade bait because of their expiring contracts. Um, obviously, biggest one, Trevor Bauer, 35.3 million player option for 2022. We will see what he does. He could opt in, opt out. Who knows? We don't know what Trevor Bauer is going to do, so we can't even begin to speculate. Um, come back and ask me in October. We'll see what happens. Uh, Clint Kershaw, he feels like he has plenty left in the tank as well. Um, I don't think that they're going to let Clayton, Clayton Kershaw go anywhere. They're keeping him in town. Uh, Kenley Jansen, uh, you know, he's the last season of his deal. He's 34. We'll see what the judge decided to do with that back end of the bullpen. He's stabilized it for a long time. Um, Corey Seager. Man, the Dodgers would love to keep him. He's going to headline that class of mega free agents shortstop next season. He's going to get paid. I think we're, all the teams are kind of just waiting to see what the Mets do with Francisco Lindor. Um, lastly, A.J. Pollock, he carries a $13 million player option. Joe Kelly carries a $12 million club option. Chris Taylor, Corey Nebel are also other names that are free agents. Let's see. Other than that, um, we're going to end the Dodgers with a, a fun fact. Um, the youngest player in Dodgers history was Tommy Brown. He was 16 years old and 173 days old when he made his MLB debut in 1944. The youngest L.A. Dodger was Willie Crawford, who was 18 years old, nine, 18 and 9 days old when he debuted September 16, 1964. However, the oldest Dodger was Hoyt Willem, who was 49 years old, 349, 49 years, 349 days old, when he threw his last pitch for them on July 10th, 1972. 
So a little bit about the Dodgers you may or may not have known. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and then talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. All right, and we are back with the Tampa Bay Rays. So you won't find the Tampa Bay Rays on the website quite yet. That one will be up on the second. Um, each day gets their own. So the Dodgers are first since they were the World Series champ. Well, let's look at who they beat. So they beat the 40-20 and 20 Tampa Bay Rays. Um, they finished first place in the AL East. AL East won the American League, and their weighted record times 2.7 would have been 108 and 54. The Vegas projected win total for the Tampa Bay Rays is 85 and a half games. Oof. Rude, rude, rude. Um, Vegas is dogging a lot of my teams that I'm high on in 2021. Yes, they have some key guys that left, but we're going to talk about that in just a second. However, I am taking the over after dominating in 2020 with a similar-looking team to what the roster has. I have them slotted to win 94 games and the AL East. If you've seen my other YouTube videos lately, if you're listening on the podcast, um, go to YouTube, check out why I think the Rays are going to win, can take over the Yankees, why the Blue Jays are going to beat the Yankees even. Um, But, yes, the Rays are top-notch. Let's see, some of the guys they lost this offseason – um, outfielder Hunter Renfro, free agency, uh, Charlie Morton to free agency. He was non-tendered. Um, Edgar Garcia was non-tendered. Paul Campbell to the Rule 5 draft. They traded away Blake Snell, Jose Alvarado, Nate Lowe, Jake Gunther, um, Aaron Sleggers, catcher Ronaldo Hernandez, catcher John Curtis, and infielder Nick Sogard. However, none of those really hurt him that much. Um, even the Blake Snell, Charlie Morton ones don't hurt that much. Here's why. Um, they were able to re-sign Chaz Rowe to a one-year deal. Um, Oliver Drake was signed. Left-handed pitcher Rich Hill was, Hill was signed. Right-handed pitcher Colin McHugh. Starting pitcher Chris Archer is back. Um, starting pitcher Michael Waka. All those guys coming in. Um Catcher Mike Zanino was re-signed. Excellent, you know, just reliable option behind the plate with him to call games. A lot of trust there. Um, you know, some guys that they traded for, pitcher Chris Mazza, pitcher Jeffrey Springs, uh, right-handed pitcher Adam Simber, right-handed pitcher Luis Patino, catcher uh, Francisco Mejia, catcher first baseman, you know, some guys that they got prospect-wise, Blake Hunt, Cole Wilcox, pitcher, First baseman Dylan Polson, catcher Hyberto Hernandez, infielder Osalabes Basabe, outfielder Alexander Ovales, and first baseman Evan Edwards. Bunch of guys that they got. Bunch of quality pieces. I actually looked at it a little bit further today. Um, they actually they lost 1.3 war between Snell and Morton. However, they got 1.4 war back between Waka, Hill, Archer, and if you add in McHugh, that goes up to 1.7. Um, you know, ERA in the um, peripherals aren't pretty, 4.94 ERA with a 4.75 FIP. However, between just Hill and Waka, they get four less walks compared to Snell and Morton, but they lose about 37 strikeouts, which – is a trade-off, I would much rather lose some strikeouts and four more guys on base, which could be four more runs. 
um, you know, ground ball rates very similar between the, the between the duos. Um, you know, I actually think they got back something quality, and what the Rays do with their pitching is just something different than the MLB does. They're basically like the East Coast East Coast Athletics, um, just very good systems. Kevin Cash, manager of the year for a reason. He's been in that spot for three years in a row where he's been a top three manager in the AL. Uh, so don't don't sleep on the Rays. Now, a lot, a lot of people are. I bet you are listening to this. Let's see. Some of their key NRIs, you know, Hunter Strickland, another really good pitcher with a great history. Right-handed pitcher David Hess. Um, right-handed pitcher Andrew Kitter- Kittredge. Catcher Joe, Joe Odom. Catcher Kevin Smith. Those guys all with some solid MLB experience. None of them jump off the paper um, as amazing, but all just very, very solid, you know, ERAs, you know, between four and five. Not going to light the world on fire, but work for the race system. Their system fits, and that's what matters the most. Um, some guys returning from injury. That we didn't see last season, left-handed pitcher Jalen Beeks, left-handed pitcher Cody Reed, right-handed pitcher Yanni Chirinos. More guys who are system fits that are all coming back. Um, some prospects that we're watching in camp, obviously Wander Franco. Um, I believe he played in the first spring game. I heard his name in there. Um, you know, also postseason sensation Randy Rosarina. He's still a rookie, technically, um, even after that amazing postseason. You know, I got him slated to win the AL Rookie of the Year. Uh, if he doesn't, it'll be a shame. He probably got hurt or something. But if he's on the field and healthy and in left field for the Rays, the Rays have a chance to still be incredibly competitive. And even going through this list of some impact players, fantasy impact players for the Rays, you got Tyler Glass now, Ryan Yarborough, Diego Castillo, G-Man Choi, Brandon Lowe, Willie Adamez. Randy Rosarena, Austin Meadows, Kevin Kiermaier, Manuel Margot. Like, these guys aren't just your run-of-the-mill kind of guys. These guys are very solid fantasy contributors. Um, and fantasy baseball and real-life baseball are very similar. Um, if they're not performing well in real life, they're not performing for their fantasy team. It's not like fantasy football or basketball. Um, it's different. But these guys are they – have, they have a good team. Um you know, they're not on the hook for anything come next offseason, so payroll's a little open still to kind of do whatever they want, um, depending on how some of their reclamation projects go with Archer, Hill, Waka, McHugh. Um, they're all free agents. Yoshitomo Tsutugo, um, he's also a free agent. So we'll kind of see um, what happens with the Rays. I'm excited for them. Either way, I think they have a really – really good team in place to to win a lot of games. Some storylines we're watching. We're watching to see how everyone after Glasnow and Yarborough fills in the rotation. We all assume it's going to be some combination of Hill, Waka, Archer, most likely with McHugh. Um, they could go with a really good six-man rotation with that combo. Um, right-handed pitcher Britt Honeywell is back in camp after battling injuries since 2017. Um, some of those injuries that we talked about, the guys that are coming back, Beeks, Reed, Chirinos, all should factor in as well. So it's not like the Rays don't have the depth. They have the depth. They have the team. They have the squad. Um, 
so yeah, just make sure that they're don't just don't sleep on the race. Let's see, bold prediction. You can't get much bolder to say that the Rays are going to finish 10 wins over their projected Vegas total, um, especially with the Yankees and the Blue Jays in the same division and the Red Sox kind of looming in the shadows. But they have the AL Manager of the Year who's finished top three of the last three seasons, finally won it in 2020. Um, you know, it, it's bold, yes, but the Rays win the AL East. And they go deep into the playoffs again. Um, other than that, uh, your fun fact for the Rays is Tropicana Field was built before the Rays were even a team to attract or were even a team. Tropicana Field was built to attract an MLB team, to bring a team to town. It was initially called the Florida Suncoast Dome. Then, the, then it was called the Thunderdome. And finally, the Trop. Uh, although Tropicana Field was built for baseball, the facility has hosted numerous sports, including soccer, tennis, equestrian events, so horse races and stuff. Um, and in 1996, it hosted Game 4 of the Eastern Conference quarterfinals between the Philadelphia Flyers and the new, newly formed Lightning. With a crowd of 28,183 people, it was the most massive single-game attendance figure in NHL history. Um so some cool fun packs about the trial that you may or may not have known. Um, so with that, we are going to let's do the present future of the AL Central. Um, running a little short on time, so we're going to skip the fantasy relievers. You can find that. I'll put that in the show doc, in the details, in the comments, whatever, um, so that you guys can still go and read through that because it is we are getting close to draft season. So I want you guys to be fully prepared. Um, we will have some full fantasy baseball focus episodes coming out as well. So make sure you stay tuned for those. Um, and without, let's jump over to the. All right. So the present and future of the NLS AL Central. So with the present and future of the AL Central, you guys probably know these really well by now. You've heard them a bunch. I don't, you probably already read them all because y'all are loyal like that. Probably already read through all of them. Um, so we're just going to focus on, on the exciting players. I just want to focus on the guys who are excited, who have me hype. It's hype season. It's 2021. Let's let's talk about the hype. Um, and I'll just read you guys the on-their-way names and the Hall of Fame names. Um, you guys will know. Um, so exciting players. Central. Uh, hitters. Eloy Jimenez. Luis Robert. Say less. I know. These guys are phenomenal. Um, Eloy Jimenez broke out in 2019 with 31 home runs, all rookie team, an all-star, you know, just all around, just phenomenal player. He doesn't have much left to prove. He just needs to jump from star to superstar. Uh, 2021 is year for that. Same with Luis Robert, you know, a second place in the rookie of the year voting, won a gold glove. Him and the chemistry between him and Eloy is just something else. That whole White Sox team just has some other level um, uh, chemistry, and it's fun to see. It's fun to watch. Uh, let's see. Fran Mil Reyes, he's exciting. 37 home runs in 2019. Um, very similar offensive numbers in 2020. Um, nine home runs with a very strong 344 OBP. Um, which were above his career. And then lastly, Willie Castro, shortstop on the Tigers. Yes, he played in only 36 games, but I think he makes the jump into the star shortstop category in 2021. He posted a strong 381 OBP, 
fourth in the rookie of the year voting in 2020. Um, ideal situation for playing time and growth in the Tiger system, which needs some some starps, uh, especially with Torkelson coming up. I think he makes a great, great impression. Um, they're on their way, guys. Jose Ramirez, Jose Abreu, uh, Tim Anderson, Frankie Lindor. He was still on here. That was before the trade, obviously. Um, honorable mention, Josh Donaldson. Um, Hall of Fame worthy guys. You'll know. You'll know. Um, Salvador Perez, Miguel Cabrera, Nelson Cruz, Edwin Carnacion are your Hall of Fame hitters in the AL Central. Most exciting pitchers. Um, there's only a few, so won't take too long, and then I'll let you guys out of here. Uh, so before we do the pitchers, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you so much. Y'all make this possible. I cannot do this without each and every single listen, each and every single view. I probably still would, but it makes it way more fun for me to do so. And, you know, I just appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure y'all go and blow up the blog, blow up the YouTube, comment, subscribe, whichever, whichever you want to do. I thank you for it. Um, of course, it wouldn't be possible without my great, great, great friends, um, sponsors, partners of the show. Um, one of those, Raise Energy. I could not do this without them. They literally fuel daily life. They fuel the blog, 300 milligrams caffeine you know, focus, recovery, energy, stamina, hydration, zero sugar, zero carbs, zero artificial dyes. Literally every can, every flavor is clear. No dyes. It's no BS. No sugar, no crash, electrolytes, BCAA amino acids, beautiful cans, amazing flavors. Like, we can't get enough of it. Love it. Um, but this wouldn't be possible without you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Share, share, share the YouTube, share the podcast, share it with your friend, your aunt, your mom, your grandma, grandpa, your sister, your best friend, whoever. I don't, doesn't matter to me, just share it. Um, and I appreciate you for doing so. Um, let's see. Some other friends and sponsors of the show, which you can find over on the My Deals page on the website. We got guys like Dano's, Zest Tea, uh, Dano's Seasoning, Stash Itself Storage, um, recently we are working on the details still, but coldest water, the coldest water bottle, super excited to be working with them. Uh, can't wait to start promoting them a little bit more, but guys go to the, my deals page, use the links, use the code, save yourself some money, um, and help support the blog, the podcast. It really does help each and every click, each and every purchase. It really does help. And I really do appreciate it. Um, so yeah, lastly, the pictures of the AL central. Um, Jose Barrios, uh, twins, you know, he's a new ace already in his career through just a couple seasons, 7.8 wins above replacement and 659.2 innings pitched 653 strikeouts to 221 walks. He has more than a decade to bring himself into the hall of fame conversation. Uh, Lucas Giolito, even though, no, no, he wasn't, no, Lucas Giolito, uh, White Sox, he took a big step forward in 2020. He established himself as the White Sox ace. Um, he was actually picked just 16 spots ahead of Barrios in the 2012 draft. Um, he isn't yet caught up to, to Barrios, regardless of, you know, they're both 26, one all-star game, six in the Cy Young in 2019, 2020 finished seventh in the Cy Young, 
He's about a full season of innings behind uh, Berrios, but he's only 1.3 war off with a 6, 6.5. Again, both these guys have plenty of time to bring their numbers and their peripherals down, make some more all-star teams, and just continue to dominate the AL Central with their arms. Um, we also got Zach Plesak of the Indians. I was a big fan of what he did in 2020 before breaking some rules, and then he came back, finished strong. Uh, 2.1 war, 55 innings pitch with a 2.28 ERA and 57 strikeouts. He makes a great number two punch with Bieber in that rotation. Some other guys, um, the Tigers trio of Matt Manning, Casey Mize, Tarek Skubal. I can't wait to see what happens with those with that group this season. Um, they're going to lead the Tigers and just be absolutely phenomenal. Some on their way guys, obviously uh, Shane Bieber, Dallas Keuchel. Both these guys are still on their way to the to just greatness in the MLB. And unfortunately, you know, Keiko's the closest um, pitcher in the AL Central who's probably on his way to the Hall of Fame. But you still got guys like Kenta Maeda, don't get me wrong, who are excellent um, in their own regard. So, you know, we're kind of just waiting and seeing for who, who kind of breaks out. You got Lance Lynn, um, who's had a great career. So we'll kind of just wait and see with kind of how the next – few years play out for the AL Central and their rotations. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited. So we'll see. Um, but other than that, guys, thank you so much for being here. If you're on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you're listening, wherever you're at, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure to go over to repsports.com. Grab yourself some some rays. Use the code BALLBOY at checkout. Save yourself 15%. That's a lot of percent. Um, and again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And until next time, one love, blessings. Take care. Stay safe.